if you stay where you are, you're going to stay stuck. You're not going to be in movement. You're not going to be in flow with what's available to you. I think it's like really about expanding our capacity to be in that next level. You're listening to the Better Boundaries Podcast. I'm your host, Bria Wanamaker. I'm a registered psychotherapist, and I'm wondering how do we put boundaries at the forefront of our mental health and physical wellness? I'm on a mission to uncover more about creating secure and interdependent relationships. You don't have to self-abandon or be a people pleaser anymore. You can be your whole self in all of your authenticity and still have healthy boundaries. Welcome. Let's dive in. What's up, y'all, and welcome back to another episode of the Better Boundaries podcast. I'm thrilled to bring you this interview. I had the opportunity to chat with Sam, and we talked all things getting aligned in your life, and we talked about human design, which somehow, interestingly, keeps coming up in different conversations for me, Um, and it just like comes up really naturally. So I think that if we're getting in touch with our intuition, which in part is what this conversation is about. If we're getting in touch and really listening to our intuition, following things like that, maybe your intuition presents differently. For me personally, sometimes it's hearing things like over and over again from different people or like seeing something in a number of different ways and like something that just catches my attention. And I'm like, oh, maybe I should look more into that Um, or just, yeah, learn more about it, which is so cool. The ways that information can present in our lives and what what we're really being, you know, kind of called to do or research or look into or learn more about or take an interest in. And so, yeah, I would encourage you after listening to this episode look for those kind of clues and breadcrumbs in your life. What is the world opening up for you? What opportunities and possibilities are kind of knocking at your doorstep? And also in terms of boundaries, you are totally able to say yes or no to those opportunities. You have the strength and the skills and the abilities to either invite those possibilities and opportunities in or decide whether or not they are for you. You know, some things are meant for us and some things are meant to just kind of awaken us or shift our perspective and then we can move on to the next. So all of that to say, this conversation with Sam was so kismet and beautiful and I know you're going to love it. So let's dive in. Welcome, Sam, to the Better Boundaries podcast. Um, Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm so excited to chat. Old friends reconnecting. So good. (laughs) I'm so happy to be here. Thank you for having me. Yeah. Okay, so number one, maybe let people know who you are, what you're doing right now um, with your life and, and what you hope to do, what inspires you, what lights you up. Yeah. Wow. Okay. And I was thinking about, um, she's probably going to ask me, what do I do? (laughs) And I'm going to have to give her an answer. Um, It's such a, 
I feel like I just do so much, but one thing that I do is I host a podcast with my sister called Our Manifestation Journey. Um, I live with my sister and her husband and her three kids now. She just had her third boy in January. What? That's amazing. Yeah. yeah. And you have known me to be living with my sister. Like yeah. kind of when I started back when I met Bria in, in our program, um, that's when we started living together. So we haven't, we stayed living together and so cool. we have- yeah, it is really cool. And we have a podcast together. Um, and we started the podcast is about um, we started it in the end of 2019. And it was documenting our play with the law of attraction. So something kind of like we had learned about probably years ago, but then one day we were like, what would happen if we actually tried to give this a conscious effort? And then we recorded it? Like, would what would happen? So then we started to live very intentionally with what we create in our lives and really start to consciously manifest things. And we, I mean, Bria, you saw where I am right now, like what manifested this amazing house and lots of amazing things. Um, so that's one thing I do. I think that I'm, I'm passionate about um, people living their dream lives. It's like, I want to live my dream life and I want other people to live their dream lives. So whatever that is for people, whatever that means for people, I love watching people do those things, like whatever lights them up. Oh my gosh. Can you talk more about that? No, it's so beautiful. Can you talk more about living your dream life? Like, do, do you feel like you're there? Is there more? Is there something I'm worried about is like, getting to that place and then still being in like scarcity or lack or like desperation or like that white knuckling and grasping at things. Like, do we get to a place where it's like, ah, gratitude? (laughs) That's such a good question because I honestly don't feel like I'm there yet, even though I do have so much abundance around me and my life is like a dream life. It really is. Like I live in this beautiful home. I work from home. I work on projects that I am passionate about. Um, I have a horse in my backyard, which I've wanted since I was seven. Like I do live my dream life. Um, But I also think that here, I believe that for all of us, it's always, and it's always going to be about expansion. So like, even when you reach a certain point, you're like, I should be happy now. It's like that it's kind of like a the wrong question because you should, yes, like finding happiness and peace throughout your journey, your life journey is, I think is like beautiful and is the goal and we can do that. And we can also want more in, at the same time. I don't think there's anything wrong with wanting more. I don't think there's anything wrong with moving past like the next level. It's like, as soon as you get there, you're going to want to get to the next level even when we're on our deathbeds, we're still going to want to get to the next level. We're going to be like, Hey, I want to pass away now so I can see what's on the other side. Like we're always in expansion all the time. So yeah, I don't think we ever Uh, like reach the mountaintop. I think it's just like, enjoy the journey, enjoy the, enjoy what you're experiencing and expansion is normal. 
That's so neat. I love that. And I've been trying to focus on that lately of the idea of growth. Like that's what life is, is like growth and then shedding the old and then growth and shedding. And there's so much discomfort in that, especially in the shedding. Um, And I'm going through like a very big shedding period right now. And I'm just like, I just feel so uncomfortable, but it's, it's like cool. Cause I know that there's like good stuff coming and it feels really good. But at the same time, yeah, like Talk to me about the discomfort, um, anything that comes up for you in that. Yeah. <laughs> discomfort. It's such a good, it's such a good for word for what it is because it really is uncomfortable. It's one of those things that it feels like if you stay where you are, you're going to stay stuck. You're not going to be in movement. You're not going to be in flow with what's available to you. I think it's like, really about expanding our capacity to to be in that next level. So I think I think about like really successful people, like people who have crazy schedules. Like this is an extreme example, but like Elon Musk who has like a million companies that he looks after. I don't even know. Or um I don't know, like anybody who is like a CEO of a massive company their schedule is crazy, right? Like you'd you'd almost say like, is this even humanly possible? But so what I think it's like our discomfort is just a challenge of moving towards our greater capacity. So if we can move forward with it and learn how to um, cope with being uncomfortable and learn how to move past that, then we get that expansion again. We get that greater expansion. There's so many things we can do too to um, help us through discomfort. Um, actually, we don't have to talk about it here. I mean, you can ask me if you want, but I've developed this technique called the alignment method that helps with discomfort, like helps you move past it, move through it. So interested. Go for it. It's like super cool. Like I love it. Okay. So we are energetic beings, right? Like we have an energetic system in our bodies. We actually have, people have heard this, this word before chakras. We have seven chakras running up and down our spinal cord, our column. Um, Each of these chakras has a responsibility, has a role for us. So we have our root chakra at the bottom, all the way up to the crown. Each of them have their own glands. They have their own neural connections. They're like little mini brains in our running through our body. Um, they have their own hormones. Like they have their own way of connecting with us and they are communicating with us all the time. So when we experience discomfort, what that really is, is you receiving an energetic hit at one of those chakras. Most of the people don't even like, if they're not practicing mindfulness or whatever, they may not be aware of what's going on. They just know that they don't feel right. But if you can pay attention, if you have been practicing mindfulness, um, you can find, you can discover the location of where you've been hit energetically. So what I mean by been hit is like, if you've had a confrontation with somebody or if something was said and you, your body interprets it and it you can feel it in your body. It can be something that's kind of passive in that way or active where you're like receiving something. And then 
really what our job is then is if we can locate where we got that energetic hit, where we feel it like, oh, we might feel it in our chest or we might feel it in our throat. If we can feel that, we, we can learn to interpret what the message is for us because that chakra is responsible for something. So when it gets hit with something and it doesn't feel right, there's a message there for us to help us navigate through our path. So for example, if I was, if somebody said something to me that made me feel unacceptable, I've just told myself that I am unacceptable and that's why I feel that energetic hit. And then I can ask myself the question, well, is that actually true? No, it's not true. And now I can move forward and like restore that energetic balance and move forward through the discomfort. I'm not avoiding it. I'm not, you know, just like carding around it. I'm moving through it, knowing what the truth is and getting back onto balance. That's my Cole's note version. Oh, it's so good. I'm like smiling the whole time that you're talking about this because I love when I come across like energetically connected intuitive beings and like I feel like I've always known you to be that person like just so intuitive so in tune with what's going on and with people um and I've like had this call recently to like get back into the body get back into the body get back to nature and I'm like what does this mean um and that's such a cool way of doing it like looking into the chakras for that is information that wisdom um it's so interesting. I'm trying to think of like any areas like that. I feel like I've been quote unquote hit. Can you explain mm-hmm. more about that? Like just knowing or becoming, how do we become aware of that feeling and where it is in our body? Cause like, I know I live in my head often. Like I'm always, I love Ooh, this is really thinking. Cool. <laughs> yes. Okay. So overthinking, overthinking and being in your head is that chakra's energetic hit. So, yeah. So like if you're if you're having something happens and you experience somebody says something that's like very shady um and it hits you in your heart, you're going to feel an energetic hit in your heart. You're going to feel like this whoosh of pain or discomfort. Like it's going to feel like painful, heavy, um, dark, like you're physically going to feel discomfort there, right? And you can feel it in any one of the chakras. With your mind, though, you have a third eye chakra. When this is out of alignment, when it has been hit, you are overthinking. You're trying to figure it out. You're trying to work out the problem. You're not at ease. What you're doing is you're running around up there like literally just stirring up the dirt and there's no clarity. There's no, um, the answers aren't coming. You're not in flow. You're just stewing around trying to see through the muck. And what is so beautiful. Um, I actually have like a whole way of like, I offer this one-on-one. So like, if you want to learn more about the alignment method, you can, contact me one-on-one and I can just explain everything to you and show you how to do like do it well but with meditation this is why meditation is so brilliant because this actually gives us an opportunity to 
restore that chakra. And when we restore that chakra to everything's cool, everything's awesome, just like I'm totally relaxed. When you get to that point, now you can receive downloads. Now you can receive solutions to the problem. Now you have clarity. Like, But we believe that our attempt to control the situation involves our overactive mind. We believe that if we think hard enough about it and if we like keep stirring it up, we will get well, we will get there. And it's like that's not what it's for. That's not what our logical mind's for. Our mind, our logical mind are when it's in like beautiful flow is when it's creative, when it's when it's coming up with ways to create to produce something, create something, when it's involved collaborative with in collaboration with others when it's super dynamic. And so it's just like offering you so much richness. That is that chakra in alignment. It's not alignment when it's like, ah. oh my gosh, I was like halfway through it. What you were saying, I was just about to say, I feel like I should pay you for this energetic reading <laughs> because that's insane. Like, yeah. So I've been thinking and thinking and thinking and writing and thinking, and it's so annoying, um, to not be able to, like, I have the skills to turn the thoughts off. Just there's a, like a part of me that is resistant to that. And then over the past few days, like, it's interesting that you mentioned like, um, like third eye and whatnot. So I've had a headache at the front of my head, but, um, of course I'm like attributing it to external factors. Like there's the smoke. Okay. Yeah. There, you know, that's legit. There's the smoke. There's mm-hmm. the, it's been rainy. There's pressure in the air, whatever. I yeah. don't, headaches is not usually my first symptom of anything. So I'm like very aware of it when I have it. I'm like, Oh, you know, maybe it's hormones. Um, and then today I got like, a was very emotional in the morning and then was exhausted myself by 9am. How does one exhaust themselves just by thinking by 9am? I don't know. And then was like, um, got a major brain fog after, and I don't usually get brain fog and was trying to figure it out. It's like, I slept well, I'm eating well, got enough exercise, I drank enough water, had my caffeine fix. I was like, what is going on here? So that's like very interesting. It's just like, kind of sounds like it's exhausted up there. And so getting back into alignment, I think is key. Yeah, absolutely. And like, it has a message for you, you know, like it's, I also think another thing you're like, oh, it's the smoke or whatever. And that I've had a headache too, for the last couple of days because of the smoke, but those things, like, I think that we, we, when the smoke comes before the smoke happens, we're kind of energetically open to receiving something happening to that chakra. So for example, um, the kids, I live with my three nephews and one of them comes home from school and brings home a cold. Not everybody will get sick in the house. I think it's the people who are, they're, they're kind of like open to being sick. Like they, they, that, they're all like for you, you're already overthinking. So for when the smoke comes in and then you get a headache, it's like this chakra is really like, we really need you to pay attention <laughs> to this message. You know, like the smoke is coming in here to like get you to pay attention, right? Yeah. So it's, yeah. Like I believe that everything, even as 
something as crazy um, as um, orchestrated as smoke is like, is actually meant for us in our journey. Shit. Oh, I love that so much. Okay. And then switching gears a bit, talk to me about, yeah, that living situation and all together. Like I, I work um, mainly with children in psychotherapy right now. And I've been like, just looking at our world and the amount of pressure that's on families, um, especially like financially and just everything. I'm like, we've gotten so far away from our nature of like um, having a village to care for the upbringing. And and you guys are kind of in that unique situation where, you know, four young people and three kids, like so cool. Like what models of healthy relationships in the household, like who gets that? So yeah, go into that a little bit. Yeah, it's really, I mean, we, even as a witness to my sister being a mom of three, I've just like, I don't understand how we have put this expectation on the family dynamic. Like, why have we placed this expectation on mothers and fathers? It's so much. It's so much. Like, my mom actually lives with us. Like, we, it's almost, we have this attitude of like, the more help, the better. So, I mean, we've seen like, so uh, Mickey's middle there there's only a year difference between her first and her middle one it's like me and mickey actually the same age difference but we've seen like his his learning is so fast i mean we this is only this is this isn't really like an actual you know experiment empirical <laughs> uh case study but it's like we've just seen the benefits in so many areas to living for living together. So, I mean, for the kids, it's obviously really wonderful socially. They have adult conversations all the time. Like there's adult, they're listening to adult conversations. And I feel like that is a really big testament to both of their development. Um, But then for us as a foursome, like it just obviously makes our financial situation a lot easier it makes um our sense of belonging our sense of community like mickey and i can have separate conversations and we do have separate conversations on our show um that we feel like we we can't have with our husbands um we feel supported in so many different ways as a group um i highly recommend it if it's possible for people to do it just makes so much so much more sense Oh, it's so cool. Like, yeah, it's, it's funny. I downloaded an article last week. Actually, I haven't read it yet, but it's called it takes a village. And it's it's legit like an empirical article on like being together. I'm like, it's so neat. I love that it takes some of the pressure off just that chronic stress piece that we aren't equipped with um, managing. And yeah, I guess, this conversation was not long enough, but if there's anything final already, that yeah. you legit, yeah. Um, time flies <laughs> when you're in the vortex. If there's anything, yeah, final <laughs> that you want to share with people and let people know where to find you. And do you have mm-hmm. any, I don't know, nuggets of wisdom coming to you? Mm. 
Okay, so you can find me at our manifestation journey on Instagram. And if you're curious about the alignment method, I'd honestly, I'm doing this right now. I'm like supporting people with managing their vibration in their in their body so that they can do the thing that's scaring them or find clarity or whatever it is, like get into alignment with what it is that they desire. So you can DM me there at our manifestation journey. You can go on my website um, and explore what we're all about. There's a lot more offerings on our website too. And that's our manifestationjourney.com. Um, any other words of wisdom? Um, I would say, okay, this is going kind of going back to the um, alignment method a little bit. But the number one cause of death, according to the World Health Organization, the number one cause of death on the planet is heart disease. And I don't think I don't think it's a I, I feel like I don't know. It's not a mystery to me. I think that we need to follow our hearts more. I think the more we ignore our hearts, that heart chakra that's giving you that message, the more we ignore it, the more damage it causes, not for not just for us, but for the planet. So that would be my my words of wisdom is to listen to your heart and follow your heart. And it will take you on a crazy journey. Mm. It's so good. It's so true. It's we're literally so closed off. I even think about like the way I'm sitting right now is so closed off and just the difference of when you enter a room with like an open chest and open heart. And there's just that vulnerability that we don't allow ourselves to, to have, mm-hmm. um, so scared, so closed off. So I love that leading with your heart and yeah, thank you. Thank you for being here and chatting and sharing. Thank you for having me. Thank you so much for having me. It was really nice to chat with you. Thank you for listening. Share this episode with someone that you know who could use better boundaries in their life. When you give the show a five-star rating on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, it also helps others to be able to find the show too. I will see you next time. Bye.